0: Alright, ho ho ho, and welcome to the Stasis Pod Holiday Special. I'm Rob.
1: I'm Jen, and I'm gonna get that bread. And
2: I'm Jingle David.
0: Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas, oh, uh, oh. happy holidays, uh, hap, uh, Merry Kwanzaa? Uh,
1: maybe, or maybe okay. it's Happy Kwanzaa.
0: And, I mean, uh, and in
1: mel- in, uh, in the UK, it's Happy Christmas.
0: Yeah, that's weird. Maybe it's Joyous Kwanzaa. That sounds right. Maybe. And uh, and uh, and Melakaliki maka to all of our uh, Hawaiian listeners. Yes.
1: Okay. I'd have to check the stats on that.
0: Uh, probably very few, but uh, <laughs> of course, this isn't really a amazing. Christmas episode at all. It is a midwinter episode.
1: Yes, I I like. It, it doesn't seem too, like, awkward that uh, Griffin Rock would have its own winter holiday, considering they also have exciting holidays like Crayfish Week. So
2: Yeah, they, they do have lots of odd holidays. But, like, hasn't winter technically just started and we're in the middle of December? So wouldn't midwinter be, like, in J- the end of January? I yep. mean, I guess it
1: depends on whether you're counting actual midwinter, or whether you're counting the solstice, which is not technically the beginning of winter, but I guess it sort of depends on how you think of it.
0: Well, according to the ever-reliable Wikipedia, uh, the pre-Christian holiday Yule was originally celebrated midwinter, but in the 10th century, it was moved to the same day as Christmas, which was about three weeks earlier. So it's Mm -hmm. in sort of mid-January is midwinter. Ah, okay. Anyway, it's a good thing uh, we got the the mid-winter episode and not the mid-summer episode, because that one gets pretty dark. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: fine. It's fine. It's all very happy at the end, and there's flowers. So many flowers. And
0: macaroni and hot sauce. It's pretty messed up when uh, Mrs. Needlelander jumped off that cliff.
1: (laughs) Well, she was (laughs) old. You know,
0: Ah.
1: a life had to be given.
0: Uh, I mean, Danny was clearly having a great time at the end of the episode, though.
1: Yes, I, I feel all, like all smiles. it could be arguably a, a good arc for her, her, or a bad arc. I guess one could say the same of The Witch.
0: Yes. Good movie. Anywho, uh, yes, this is The uh, the Riders of Midwinter, which was originally uh, aired later than the rest of the season. It's, it's part of season two of Rescue Bots, so that it could air in the holiday season.
1: I guess they had a lot more of control of air dates and stuff with The Hub than they did with most of their other shows.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's the holiday season. Oops. So we are doing it now for our Christmas special, along with a, a special lump of coal, which uh, my co-host will get to following the episode. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, so this, this first aired December the 13th, 2014, written by frequent Rescue Boss writer Greg Johnson. Mm-hmm. uh last scene around these parts doing the uh doing the season finale rise of the heroes
1: ah okay so you know a couple weeks ago
0: yes and uh, so so we, we open and it is uh kind of winter but it, it's it's quite warm which uh blade's notes really thins his fluids yes.
1: That that definitely hits home right now, Where at least where I am in the mid-Atlantic region. it's It's been unseasonably warm. It was like yeah. maybe a light hoodie weather today. Yeah, so. it's been
0: a real green Christmas around here, too. Yeah. So to be getting colder next week, though. Well,
1: hmm. that's good. I think it's mm-hmm. good. But that's just me. I'm a weirdo.
0: Yes, but then suddenly it is. The blade spots some snow across the street, and he goes in. You know, because he thinks it's Dr. Morocco and he's got a weather machine again. <laughs>
1: hmm. No, it is just their neighbor rolling out some fake snow for
2: decorating.
0: Yep, he is, he is flocking his whole house up.
2: Which Okay, here's the thing. Is this the first time we've seen out of the, the doors of the firehouse?
0: I think so. This is the first time we knew they had neighbors. We only just see the firehouse.
2: Yeah, it's a firehouse. It always feels like it's like it's on the edge of town, and like it's a long drive because they come flying out of there at full speed, and right—it's a short driveway, and right across the street is a house.
0: <laughs> and I mean, hopefully, he—this guy—is you know hard of hearing, and maybe he doesn't have the best eyesight, or he's probably seen some stuff go down here.
2: I was—they yeah, gonna... they tend to talk in the—they're—they're they're talking in robot mode in the backyard sometimes, in the front yard. They, they are really lucky. They... that...
1: They have that whole racetrack in the backyard. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're really lucky that Gladys Kravitz moved away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh, it doesn't seem like a place you actually want to live next to. Hmm. Are,
2: are we going to get a future episode that's like an episode that's like Rear Window from his point of view?
0: Ah. <gasps> oh, oh. oh, Grace, you got to get over here. These
2: uh, these robots are
0: talking. <laughs> hmm. Uh, I I I can't do anything, but I got this broken leg, and also I think Raymond Burr murdered his wife.
1: But you know, that's a side.
0: Well, you know, I I you know I figured this is the Christmas episode. I wasn't going to do my Jimmy Stewart impression, but that is not where I te- in uh. <laughs> suspect I'd have to it.
2: <laughs> no, it, it's it's fine. It's fine. Raymond Burr doesn't have a wife. He's gay. Yeah. Well, why did why did my wife impression turn into a like a I
0: was it's thinking really Peter Lorre then. Okay. I was a little confused.
2: <laughs> I was also well, thinking Peter Lorre. Yeah, maybe a little bit of Peter Laurie. Yeah. I, I, I guess it's falling back on, like, yeah. Looney Tunes voices from childhood. <laughs> anyway,
0: so it is not Christmas, though. It is specifically midwinter morning. Yes. They
1: do say that it's not Christmas. Yes. Did, wait,
2: didn't did they say the exact date? I they forget. did not
0: say the exact date. I don't think we know when this oh, is. Right. But, uh, anyway, and Cody's about to explain the true meaning of midwinter morning, Uh, but then, unfortunately, a final destination has happened, and somebody is trapped under a bunch of logs.
2: Yeah, a log truck, like, did they say a log truck accident, and then we see it I don't think
0: it is a log truck.
2: What's a truck that has logs on it? Yes.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, they're moving the logs, because they're going to have a big midwinter bonfire.
1: Because that is a very important part of the holiday, is to have a big bonfire first thing in the morning, which yes. I guess does seem a pretty, uh, seems like a pretty cozy thing to drink your coffee next to. So yeah. I'm in favor.
2: Hmm. Nice to uh, Oh, I should have got hot chocolate.
0: After, uh, you, know, a, you know, a few decades ago, they stopped having to put uh, Nicolas Cage in there. <laughs> or Edward Woodard. Oh. I mean,
1: I feel like you only get away with the Nicholas Cage once, and then after that, there's not really anything left of him to uh, put back in I, there.
0: I will note that this is an island,
1: though.
2: <laughs> oh. Yes.
0: Sumer is a coming in.
2: Could have all kinds of great witchcraft. We need to help the lobster harvest next year. Lobster. Gotta burn a man. Oh, man, the wicker man, but it's maimed. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of surprised that wasn't wasn't really what the I think the, the remake, remake is was
0: about Oregon or California or something.
2: Yeah, it's somewhere I think it's like way I mean, we all Leicester know that Maine so is the creepiest state. Yes, hmm. I mean uh, Stephen King knows this.
0: Now killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey.
2: Well, that or Rhode Island, maybe Delaware. Delaware's a little weird. The entirety I mean, of New England is just a little off. Uh, You better tell me, how did it get burned? (laughs) Pretty much anything around the Great Lakes. A little creepy.
0: (laughs) I live around the Great Lakes.
2: Yeah, see?
0: Well, yes.
1: (laughs) My area, not that creepy. Mid-Atlantic, super boring.
0: Anyway, so the person who is trapped under these logs is the ever ungrateful Mrs. Niederlander. And, uh, of course, her frequently imperiled cat, Mr. Petty Yes.
2: But they're in an odd kind of danger where you can't just, like, knock the logs off. You have to carefully Jenga the logs out or it's a puzzle of death.
0: <laughs> yes, and I think for the first time, uh, our pre-credits peril is a cat is in peril.
1: I, um, I feel like Mr. Pettypaws has hmm. probably been in some pre-credit peril before. But I don't remember exactly when.
2: Probably, but I can't... Yeah.
0: Anyway, so they, they they finally get these off. Uh, Heatwave rips the door off the car, that she's mad about. And so she's just complaining about everything. And she, you know, she's going to have to be driven to her cabin in Chase, which Chase profoundly regrets because uh, last time uh, Mr. Pettipaws was in him, uh, he left him a gift.
1: <laughs> Mr. Pettipaws should really be in a carrier at this point. Well, yes, and I understand. I mean, I have a cat who gets car sick if he's in a carrier and not directly
2: in my lap for the duration of the drive. Oh, cat- uh, oh, I can't imagine driving with cat in a lap. I did. Well, with somebody else in the car, they, they, were, they were holding a cat. The cat went under a seat and was there for a long ride, and that that was horrible. Since then, it's been cat carrier every time. I ain't got to hold a cat now. How lap.
1: about like a sixteen-pound cat? <laughs>
2: No, would not want to.
1: Yeah, so, uh, but this is the reason, because something might happen, and then you need to put the cat in the carrier so that he doesn't poop in the police car.
2: And to be quite honest, they're, like, they are the fire department, the police department, air rescue. They must also be animal control. One of those robots has to have a carrier inside him.
1: That's a good point. I mean, I have a carrier in my car in case I, for instance, like last week, go to Walmart and there's a random stray cat being friendly and I get to be like, oh, hey, I'm going to grab that
2: cat. Yeah. <laughs> um. Why do I have a note about waffle toss?
0: Oh, I... <laughs> oh, uh, oh, uh. Uh, uh, what is, Graham is inside Boulder and he complains that he's about to toss his waffle. Yes, in
1: order to remove the logs in a safe manner, uh, Blades dangles Boulder upside down over the whole thing, so Blades can remove them one at a time from above. Or uh, so Boulder can remove them one at a time from above. I guess Boulder's engineering expertise uh, is useful here. Uh, But Graham is inside him and says that he's going to toss his waffles. And Boulder is a little confused. Uh, And then he's like, oh, your breakfast. Ew. (laughs) 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 So, yeah,
2: put your cat in a carrier when you're driving.
0: Yeah. Yes. Do not not let them puke in the robot.
2: No. No. Anyway, so Mrs. Petty Paul, or Mrs. Niederlander, Mrs. Mrs. Niederlander has to be driven to her, I guess, bed and breakfast cabin in the middle of nowhere. And, up, and up on the yes. mountain. She's being really surly about it, and it oh, it's Cade who says, you're welcome, as she's driving away, being driven away. Yes.
1: I gotta say, she's taxing Boulder's kindness at this point, yes. and that's pretty bad. <laughs> yes. Like, Mm -hmm. of all of them, I definitely see Heatwave getting annoyed. I can see Blades getting butt hurt. Flustered. I can see Chase being fussy about it. But Boulder, when you've made Boulder mad, you have done something wrong.
0: It's like on Beast Wars when you make Rhinox mad. Yes. Very much so. You've made a terrible mistake and you're probably about to die. (laughs) Or get farted on.
1: Yeah, well, also that. that's also. I mean, those two are not mutually exclusive.
0: Anyway, we uh, so you know they just start talking about you know that they're going to get uh, you know what they're going to get each other for midwinter. Because
1: <laughs> um, apparently, this is a gifting it, holiday. Yes. Because, despite being explicitly not Christmas, it's very Christmassy.
2: Well, like. Name an Americanized holiday that doesn't involve gifts of some sort.
1: I don't know. Fourth of July. Nobody gives anybody presents for
2: the Fourth of July. You gotta go buy fireworks to give to the kids gives by to blinds. explode themselves. Presents for Arbor Day. You, got, you gotta purchase a tree, a plant. They're, they're, everything has been Mo- consumerized. Memorial Day? Okay, you got me. Well, no, wreaths. You gotta put them on, on the crates. Tears. I Are don't. You, <laughs> well, no, I, I so don't. Do you know, a lot of people anymore. do that? I, yeah, I think I help my parents
0: do that. I mean, yeah. like, the, up here we have a remembrance day, like, the Legion does that, but mm-hmm. your average person doesn't do it. Anyway, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, there, there's a, a pretty good gag here where um, I think it's, uh, you know, they're asking what what, the, what they got, and uh, Danny says, Well, like I'd tell you, Kate is all like I'd remember.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nope, he just clicks and sends. Uh, yep. that's we the ferry. Definitely a big acknowledgement that everybody just mail orders everything, even back in 2014.
0: Yes. And the bots are wondering if they should have given gifts, which would be difficult because they have no money.
1: Yes. Blaze is like, presents cost money, right? Where do we get money? I feel like where do you get money is a question that should have come up for them before now, but maybe it w- was just never. Pursued before.
0: I mean, they, they have jobs. Maybe they should be getting, you know, back pay or something. Yeah, maybe
1: oh. they should at least be getting, like, some kind of stipend from the government. Uh, I think they could get a. Oh,
2: the, the rescue bots unionize. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Which is great uh, because so... they're not, again, back to the uh, previous debate over whether kidnapping them actually counts as kidnapping or theft. <laughs>
0: Yeah, are, are they are they uh, employees or are they equipment? <laughs> yes. hmm. Oh, anyway, well, maybe maybe
2: that's why they always have to have a driver. That way, they count as equipment <laughs> for for legal purposes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. So so Cody finally gets around to explaining the true meaning of midwinter. And it seems way back in nineteen in seventeen thirteen, there was a uh, a huge nor'easter that uh, that blew out. But uh, bl- blanketed the entirety of Graven Rock in snow, so everyone was trapped inside, and food ran out, and they began to turn to cannibalism.
1: <laughs> but before they could that turn to cannibalism,
0: <laughs> but then a mysterious stranger, the Rider of Midwinter, left bread in all of their houses.
1: Fresh bread. I hope y'all want to hear about bread because
0: the oh, rest man, of this There's episode. so much bread in this episode. I love it. <laughs>
2: So much bread Chase, this uh, episode will give you a gluten allergy. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then Chase is wondering if the, the writer kept, them, kept their identity secret because they didn't want to be uh, charged with trespassing. Yes. <laughs>
2: well, you know.
1: Also, as they're having this discussion, at this point they are, they are back at the base. Uh, and yes. Chase has a little uh, pine tree air freshener. Inside his chest. Missed. Oh yeah.
2: Yes. That, that, that was that was a nice little detail. That I'm I'm sad they actually pointed out because I noticed it first, and and then they actually pointed it out in dialogue. It's like no, 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 no. Keep it a subtle joke. It was cute, but okay. I have questions about the date. Okay, one. I actually looked to see if there was any storms around then. The, mm-hmm. There seems to have been like Atlantic storms in 1703 and 1723. But not 1713. And also, apparently, um, half of Maine was still part of Arcadia then? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the the end of Spanish succession lands changed and, and it, like, eventually became Maine? But well, half. That, that,
0: that's that's Acadia, which yes. was a, a French colony. And, of course, do you know what happened to the. the eventually, eventually, when the British took over Canada, they expelled the Acadians.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, they went south. Uh, to Louisiana where they became the Cajuns.
2: Oh, yeah yeah cuz I I think the Monshare oh, the, there was a treaty of Utica... no something begin with a U
1: Guys at one point we really need to do uh, the oh, the, uh, the X the animated X-Men episode that's all just about the Cajuns. Oh
0: well. I started watching that show myself. Have
1: you gotten to that episode? Uh,
0: the Treaty of Utrecht I believe. It's ah, yeah. so
1: bad. <laughs> It's incomprehensible the whole episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, but like the Treaty of the Utrecht was like spread out over a few years and it was a series of treaties, and that mm-hmm. ended Arcadia, or at least part of it that was in Maine. I around seventeen thirteen, so it's like it's complicated that, that it doesn't mention. Well, it wasn't Maine then. So well, we I mean, it there.
0: was just, it wasn't on the mainland, so it might not have been part of Acadia.
2: Yeah, yeah, it might have been its own. Well, we're also not sure, like how far down the coast of Maine this is. Yes. Are we in, are we in the northern Canadian section, or, or the, the more New England-y section? Yeah.
0: So they Deep they know that, um, you know, and, and to this day, the, the, the rider of Midwinter is still bringing bread. Yes. And Blade says, well. 300-year-old rider. I'm sorry, but I would not eat that bread.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh, no, it's, it's, it's a tradition. It's kind of like, uh, like the Poe toaster. The what? So every year on I think either the di- the day Poe was born or the day Poe died, mm-hmm. some guy would go like in disguise out to Poe's grave in uh, Baltimore, uh, pour some French cognac and like raise a toast to uh, to the grave. So not Longfellow. No, no. I mean, this 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 was happening in the 20th century, and then I guess eventually oh. the old guy died and left to his sons who were morons. Oh no! <laughs> so they sort of disgraced the whole tradition.
1: Oh, that's oh. not good. Awesome. No, no, don't either. restart now. God damn it, computer! I'm slightly Uh-oh. disappointed that this doesn't involve it uh, having like someone leaving a toaster
0: on his grave. No, no, he, he raised a toast, so he was the toaster. Oh,
2: okay. Oh, okay.
0: And then now I think, like, the Baltimore Historical Society, like, hires a guy to be the, the Poe toaster.
2: Aww. I, I, I kind of prefer it if it's the idea of, like, a guy out there having a drink and putting a piece of toast on the grave. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that Poe was known for his love of toast. Yeah. Or love of much of anything other than getting drunk because he had a chemical imbalance. I don't know well, that's why. That they, that's they Hence mean. the cognac. Yeah.
1: I mean, I would say I don't know that they had toasters back then, but that kind of feels like it mm. just makes the idea of it being a literal toaster well, funnier.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. Well, they didn't have a toaster toaster, but they would toast bread. There's like a... Well, um, well and also um, he's the graveyard. Where's he going to
0: grief. Grief. <laughs> plug that
1: thing in? Well, you... You like... The longest extension cord.
2: Yeah, and a portable... Portable little bonfire thing. Or... Oh, what's the the <laughs> little thing called? Like,
1: oh, uh camp stove? Uh, yes. Yes.
0: I guess you could make toast with a camp uh, stove. Oh, I want to yeah.
1: make toast with my camp stove. It wouldn't be very even, because it's really just like one fairly small concentrated flame, but I guess if yeah. you put...
2: Well, you put a metal thing on it, and you put the toast on yeah, the metal plate. put
1: a plate on it. Oh, that sounds great. I'm gonna do that next time.
0: Hmm. Anyway, I'm probably so not. the... Uh... <laughs> So, yeah, he, so he explains, oh, you know, there's, some, there's still a mysterious uh, rider of midwinter. And uh, also, it's also at this point that they note that the air freshener is not working. <laughs> <laughs> i get a great uh, curse, you, Mr. Pettipask.
1: I had a little cat get car sick in my car this past week, it was pretty bad.
2: Oh, I I think only when the ca- cat got under the driver's seat is the only time a cat threw up in a car on me.
1: Well, it didn't come out that end. It came out the stinkier end. She was such a cute little kitten, uh, though. Pooping in a
2: car, she that was... has probably happened, yeah. Yeah, well, I wasn't sure if this was supposed to be like a furball situation or pooping. I, I would think pooping, well, with the first one he's talking about, I think it sounded more like pooping.
1: I thought the first time it sounded like peeing, because when I think about smelly cat stuff, I think about oh, peeing. Oh,
2: uh, yeah, that's Well, true. I don't have a sense of smell, so... Uh,
1: and it's also easier peeing. to just pick up a poop. Like, all I really had to do was clean out the carrier when I got to my destination and then leave the windows down for, like, a mile, and it was fine. But pee pee gets in your carpet. <laughs> pee gets soaked in there.
2: But, but how can peas smell? It's it's just yellow food coloring and water. <laughs> uh... You really don't have a sense of
0: smell. Yeah. No. I, you
1: do have cats. You really don't have yeah. a sense of smell. Not,
2: not really. Like, I can sort of smell a pine forest, or I can at least tell it's there from experience, but that's. Or uh, a farm. A farm has. A, I, I'm not sure I would call it an odor. There, there's a life to it beyond the farm. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, I can't smell a dead skunk. Yeah, then you would so not have any. how the fuck any, am to smell so much of this other shit? <laughs> anyway, wh- where were we? Have, have we gotten to shipping uh, delays yet?
0: No, no. So it's uh, so they go outside. It started snowing, and Cody hopes that it snows all week. And cut to uh, Huxley Prescott. It's been snowing all week.
1: I love that. That was really good. I heard him. I heard him say that, and I was just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's snowing all week,
0: and he's reporting live from the docks where the ferry has not arrived, and hopefully it will. It will be there with his gourmet hot chocolate maker.
1: <laughs> he wants his cocoa.
0: And then sure enough, that ferry is uh is running into into a rough storm. It's it's about to go full on Edmund Fitzgerald.
2: Oh no Okay, we're gonna uh, get a but, song.
0: Instead, uh this this container carrying all of the gifts just goes into the water. They the rescue bots are able to rescue the guy who was knocked up with it, but uh that uh those gifts are going straight to Davy Jones's locker.
1: Also, when they come, uh, when they come calling, uh, when the rescue bots come to the scene, they all like drive with their plows all the way to the end of the dock, and then Heatwave just keeps going and turns into a boat, and everybody—well, yep. everybody, by
2: which I mean Chase and Boulder—are jealous. Yeah, they're just standing on the end of the dock. They're like, oh, which is covered in snow, and two robots, but. I just had three. It's like, maybe you shouldn't have driven all the way to the end of the dock. Nope. Okay.
1: So, so I like that. I appreciate that Heatwave gets to use his boat mode uh, and blades. Yes. I I feel like I'm pretty sure flying a helicopter in snow is, like, a really, really bad idea, but maybe he's got special yeah. heated rotors on account of mm-hmm. being an alien robot. <laughs>
2: He's designed a helicopter in space. He's fine. He's fine.
0: And, then of course, Danny is heartbroken. We got, a, we got a big no.
1: Also, thanks. Now I'm having flashbacks to John, uh, where they're just driving in space.
2: <laughs>
1: That's never a good thing to remember.
0: Hey, anyway, you know, they're, they're very hopeful that the townspeople will take it well. Uh, cut to Huxley Prescott. <laughs> uh, oh, the humanity. This
1: is catastrophic.
2: Yeah, we know exactly how that is with shipping delays now.
1: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh The year of shipping delays. Needing packages to just show up already and stop sitting at the FedEx out in the middle of
2: wherever. Another package is oddly arriving way quicker than you would have thought.
1: I had like I didn't
2: put expedited shipping on these Christmas ornaments. Why are they here in three days?
1: Back in in March twenty twenty, I decided to make myself feel better. I would buy a very nice little uh little doll, one of the A zone dolls from Japan, and then it just sat in wow. an
2: airport in Tokyo for like three months. <laughs> oh no have you tried pre ordering things? from Japan. Oh, no. Yeah, I got some shit that hasn't shown up yet. I, I have a little stuffed octopus and doggie that may show up, oh, I'm hoping by March. Someday.
1: They're going to make it out of the port someday. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's bad. It hurts. It hurts a lot.
0: So, anyway, so Cody is, he's doubly heartbroken because... You know, now the you know the writer of midwinter won't be able to deliver the bread either. Oh mm-hmm. no! And, you know, but
1: the bread, Chase
0: obviously is suggesting that you just consume your own bread. <laughs> it's, it's not the same because you know it, it gives you a warm feeling inside, which to which Blade says yes, right? Because the because the bread is hot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that so much. He's just like I know why this
2: is. It's because the bread is hot. Well. what... We, we'll talk about the hotness of the bread later. Oh, yeah, this bread is not hot.
1: <laughs> the
0: plate is such a good point.
1: But no, it's because of the internal combustion.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, unfortunately, there is now an emergency. It is for Mrs. Niederlander, and she's going to need all of them.
1: <laughs> all she's of them. She's not even going to
0: say what it is. Nope. Mm.
1: Actually, they ask her what it is, and she, I assume, hangs up, but it's like... Yes. Like maybe you would think, oh no, the phone disconnected. But I I appreciate that they ask her what it's for, and she's just like, click. Just well, come.
0: it and you know, it's it's going to be real hard to get up those mountain roads. So it's time to bust out the mobile
2: headquarters. Yes, going to sell morning. this toy baby. The big <laughs> toy truck I forgot we- about. And then the show, it feels like it did, too. We get uh, Heat Waves Boat Mode, and
1: we get the big old truck. So, cha right. I mean, what it, do you need to do for it,
2: Christmas? Sell toys. It's, it's Christmas, baby. Time, Time to go. sell some toys. Yay! We get the Energon weapons later in the episode, so they're selling everything this episode. That's right. That yes. they've previously sold before. That you might want as a Christmas present. <laughs> Presumably there were other different toys they just haven't put in the show yet. I I don't think a toy line of four toys plus a big vehicle and a little Energon add-ons and a second vehicle like is the entire line at this point. I think there's also, I think there was they also made the figures. Oh okay. yeah. And I think they made little figures of the humans. Yeah, but I thought they came with like different versions of the vehicles or maybe that was Well, like, yeah, you would get a bunch of different next. versions of the bots. I mean, don't worry, they're going to get
0: it, spoilers: Heatwave is not the only one who's going to get a, th- a third mode.
2: Yeah, it's, it, it just feels like we're we're like at the end, at the very end. Well, no, this aired earlier, but still, like at at the end of the second season, and we, there haven't been other alt mode toys so sold in show.
1: The truck had me thinking. The return of the the mobile headquarters had me thinking. I wonder what their official explanation for it was because one would see that normally and assume that our rescue team is spending tax money on a truck for their robots that turn into trucks.
2: <laughs> yeah. And
1: that seems like a highly questionable use of tax money. Now, well,
2: especially since yeah. as,
0: as you can recall, they got them from an alternate universe. Yes. yes. I'm not sure how they, because they didn't pay any money for it. No, No.
1: it was not actually tax money spent on this enormous vehicle, but
2: do the people of Groovin Rock know (laughs) that? I mean, there's enough weird science things showing up that you can kind of hand wave it, other than it's freaking huge. I mean, but like, how do you file the paperwork on that for for the normal day to day operations that you send to the mainland to state taxes?
1: I guess they could assume people might just assume that it came from the same secret military program that the rescue bots themselves came from. Uh, but yeah, that just it, it occurred to me that on the surface, it seems like a. A hilarious waste of tax money.
0: Ooh. Anyway. <laughs> well, especially, I stay tuned. So, so you know, they'll pile into this thing. They're heading up uh, this mountain. They get hit with an avalanche, <gasps> and they, sort, they, they shoot it like a winch, and they wrap around a tree, and somehow this tree is holding up this mobile headquarters, which has to be the size of a house, well, yeah. See,
1: they had made to of metal have, full of robots. They had to have an avalanche so that they could cut to commercial, because you can't just cut yes. to commercial without mortal peril. Just like you can't start the episode without mortal peril.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we needed a a commercial cliffhanger.
0: Yes, so so they all survive, and you know they decide they're going to walk from there. And this is the last time the mobile headquarters ever appears. Well, I guess they just left it there.
2: <laughs> oh. Well, the, the tree gave out and it fell off the cliff. Maybe
1: when yep. no one yep. was looking, it just, like, phased back into its own timeline.
0: Oh, like uh, like like Marty in that picture in Back to the Future? Yes. Mm.
1: And they were just like, oh, well, it was nice while we had it.
2: Yep. Or it got stolen by Santa Claus. He <gasps> needed it got it for stolen food.
1: by the
0: druids! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I figured she's
0: got bears living in it now.
1: <laughs> um, Unreasonably aggressive bears. That's right. <laughs> I love their bears. Why are their Except
0: bears they so get to, mean? They, they get to Mrs. Nito's cabin. Obviously the bots have to stay outside.
2: Quaint little cabin. I I am annoyed by the bots wiping off the window to look inside and not hearing the sound of metal scraping on glass. And also, I don't know that their hands are warm enough that that would work. Yeah. I mean, it it would have been nice if, like, one of them had taken off a windshield wiper off their chest to clean the window. That would have been a good game.
1: But they're just
2: using their hands, and I have... How, I mean even if their their hands are supposed to be soft enough to catch people and not kill them. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say how Transformer Hands work has been a matter of a great deal of question since back in the early Marvel G One comic when Jetfire caught a falling human and people wrote into the letters page like that should have killed him.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so this is a long standing we're just gonna hand wave the hands.
2: So that's that's my issue number one with the cabin. The cabin's kind of cute, but then as soon as they open the door, I have question number two that we get to. Lack of smell. I mean, I understand smell is the abstract concept as it is,
0: mm-hmm. uh-huh.
2: but I would think from what I have been told by other people, they would have smelled it. In, Maybe in, that's what that
0: uh, curtain is. Maybe that curtain's really
2: heavy. they probably so much. In my personal experience,
1: uh, I don't understand a situation in which a door is opened and uh, Mister Pettipaws does not immediately run out.
2: It depends upon <laughs> the cat, but that—that th- is an issue too. <laughs> Doors open. Let's go out. So yeah,
0: she is. Make so a she break. Is got them all here to deliver her packages, and they are all. Immediately, in, incredibly mad at her.
1: Yeah, they're yeah. like, "No, we are not your Amazon driver. It's not okay." Yeah,
0: but no, uh, Cody takes a peek behind the curtain, and indeed, it's just a bunch of old timey ovens making old timey bread. Because <gasps> she is the rider of midwinter. Bread. And I, I, I like the Kate is all, How old are you?
2: She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not the original. <laughs> Don't, of course, maybe. she has to
0: explain that she's not the first one. I think before it was Old Man Delgado. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, she lists a couple
0: people. Yeah, uh, Mrs. Crabtree, Old Man Delgado, and you know it's just been. I don't know how they pick a new one.
1: I mean, I guess kind of like this—you mm-hmm. just find somebody who you trust to do it, you just, and you just
0: get too old and busted to do it. You just got to find some, uh, some youthful person. Well, and she's doing it. It says for forty-nine years.
1: So apparently, they don't get someone who's already old. You gotta start them no. young.
2: So, or, well, you you start somebody responsible, who is a who's a, an adult who has a child who they can pawn it off on.
1: It yes. does make me wonder if she, if her being so crabby about the holiday at the beginning was a front, or if it was because she feels like nobody's appreciating this holiday that she is actually putting a lot of
0: work into. I do think that is part of it.
2: It's like nobody's appreciated the holiday for the last for a few years, Mm -hmm. and she's got to make a shitload of bread. So there's shit crap to do. I'm going to be busy. Yes. Yes. I don't have to put
0: up with your crap. So yeah. So now they all have to be the writers of (gasps) Midwinter.
2: Bread. Cue the country music. Uh,
0: From from Clint Black again. Remember he had that musical number a couple episodes.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I I just.
0: Called it, uh, light
2: the fire. I guess it's okay, but it's a little too country twangy for me.
1: I mean, it's very much a country song, but it's oh, it's great. I love it. I love that we
2: just—it's a more recent country song as opposed to an old country song. At least give me Dolly Parton.
1: It's not a recent, recent country song. It's not like I'd say its it's maybe like R and
2: B or something,
1: a Garth Brooks era country song. Yeah,
2: it's—it's definitely
0: like like your yeah. Hmm. Cool. Uh, or you, yeah, your Garth Brooks, your married shapen Carpenters, and what have you. Your Dwight Yoakams. I, I mean, it's not a modern country song because nobody is singing about uh, their truck or yes,
2: uh, how sexy you know. their tractor is. Precisely.
1: I mean, basically, modern country has just become a caricature of itself. So, oh,
2: yeah, yes,
1: it's like the uh, the meme that I see pop up occasionally about how. Country by Men is all about like your wife being barefoot and pregnant, and Country by Women is all "Oops, I murdered my husband."
2: And Old Town Road, that one's good.
1: <laughs> that too. Well, well, it
2: turns out you
0: had to get a a gay black guy yeah. to. Uh, to break the uh, paradigm a little. I
1: was gonna say he's not gonna be singing about his his wife, so yeah.
2: Well, no, it's just like his song harkens back more to older country than modern country does. It's weird. Yeah, well, that's because and modern yeah. country is trying to be popular music crap, and say it's not
1: modern country is just this like over commercialized yeah thing that's just fed on itself until it's just become like I said a caricature of itself. Anyway, this is a great song. I like it a lot. I like this whole special. I like that we get a song by, like, an actual musician.
0: Yes. <laughs>
2: well, that
1: does like, help. An established musician. And weren't these songs, like, done for this show?
0: They were, yes. And, like, Clint Black's, like, a name country musician.
1: Yeah, he's, like, like someone I've, I, had I had heard, heard of. of yeah. And not just, like, I don't know, making fun of things. But yeah, yes, uh, it's it's good. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't know if it's going to make it onto my uh, "Too Naughty for Santa, Too Nice for Krampus" playlist, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's a good song.
0: I like it. It'll make it onto your midwinter playlist, which is this song and none else, and nothing else. Yes. So yeah, they're you know they're they're using their their gimmicks to to melt the snow and to get through the ice and to deliver everybody some bread. Bread! And, uh... Now, some, some people put out baskets. Mm-hmm. Other times, this, this bread is just getting left in the snow. But yeah. it's,
2: like,
1: wrapped, and also... At one point, there's a transition. There's a scene transition that's just a bunch of loaves of bread popping up on the screen until it's covered and then disappearing again. Like
2: they're not entirely wrapped. They're the swaddled time. like a baby, so you can see like a third of the loaf sticking out. And in fact, it, when people get these bread, a lot of them just carry them around like babies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird. <laughs> it, it is very. It's, it's like they're worshiping the bread. The bread has been sitting in a basket or in a pile of snow. So it is cold by this point. It's hours later. And they're swaddling them like babies. And it's like a weird cult thing, and they're all around a giant bonfire. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's my favorite holiday. And
0: also, at some point, somebody, like their dog comes out of a dog door and, like, brings the the bread in. Yes. I own a dog. That dog's eating that bread. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Dog's just going
2: to be like, hey, some bread. You stick your... He's not
0: bringing it inside, <laughs> either.
2: Hey, look, honey, the dog found a towel. <laughs> and he has a tummy ache.
0: Listen, he's probably eating the towel, too. Yeah.
2: Because that's a puppy, so... Yeah. Uh,
1: they go around delivering all the bread, and they deliver bread to Tom Selleck, and they deliver bread to Haley, and they deliver bread to that guy... Danny's into and
0: oh right uh, that like who I always thought looks kind of like John Kerry if he was young. I
1: could see that. Mm. I could see that he was young uh, once upon a time. Uh, but but yeah, okay. they deliver bread to everybody, and it's great. And uh, they deliver song. to
0: Professor Baranova, you yes. see uh, st- yeah. still living in her weird uh, undersea base that brought that uh, was brought up yes. sitting on the beach. Yeah, uh, we deliver it to of course Doc Green and Frankie. <laughs> Uh, the mayor, yes. And so everybody gathers for this bonfire. You see Professor Baranova socializing with uh, Doc Green, which is <gasps> foreshadowing. Ooh.
1: Huh? Skindless.
0: Sort of. Yeah. Well, you know, he's she's uh, she's unmarried, and she was a hermit for the past several decades. Yeah, and, it's not uh, And really.
2: he's a widower. Mm. It's, it's not really a young daughter.
0: So. I mean, you, you could totally do that in, like, a 40s movie. Yes. Yeah. It. it, it
2: do we see anybody actually nibbling on the bread?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah.
2: We, okay, we see. Do. Uh, do we see.
0: We see. We see. Cade. He just takes a big chunk out. We okay, see
2: the mayor's see wife's,
1: wife's dog nibbling. bread.
2: <laughs> okay. yes. like, I just have this, this image of people standing around with with these baby loaves, and it. it's <laughs> all the I mean, who's in whoville have then... gone crazy. I think the island still has power, so maybe you could toss
0: this in the oven or something.
1: Yeah. And, like, you know, yeah. wrap
0: it in a little foil so it stays soft. And probably,
2: oh, damn, I and,
1: I'd say as old as this place is, I'm sure there are plenty of places that still have gas stoves, but I guess they super technological update everything, so. But they, there's probably a lot of gas stoves. So you can... We've definitely seen, like,
0: gas lines uh, during various disasters. Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: sure they have gas stoves, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. They warmed up the bread. Nice and tasty. And why even,
0: and why even Huxley Prescott gets a cup of hot cocoa.
1: <laughs> From Danny.
0: Unfortunately, Danny made it, so it's terrible. Yeah.
1: <laughs> why we gotta keep picking on Danny?
0: <laughs> that isn't even the only gag about her cooking in the episode. No, they
1: do it again.
0: You know, Kate, you know, Cade says, you know,
1: I... Uh, I always hated this holiday.
0: You know, I, I know I've hated it very well.
1: <laughs> everybody's like yeah we never could tell thanks yeah.
0: and so mrs like, listen you know i am I am crazy old uh and uh, you know I, my my old ass bones can't keep delivering this bread to everybody so why don't you collectively be the new writers of midwinter she
1: says it's time to pass the bread yes <laughs> <That's>
0: great <laughs> And uh, so they they say yes, and yes. Danny says that she will be the one in charge of making the bread to which everybody groans. Yes. And uh, yeah, that is the episode. I, I enjoyed this. One. It was it had a weird focus on bread, not traditionally <laughs> considered a Christmas food. No, no not bro. so
1: much, but you know, considered a colonial. I mean, food. Maybe you
0: cut. I I maybe cut it up into little cubes, dry it out, and then you put it in your turkey with like sage and stuff. Oh, well, no, now, now I'm they're, hungry. They're,
2: It does play into the cooking of Christmas, the holiday season. It just, like, specifically boring loaf of bread is low on the list.
0: I mean, it must be really good bread. I wonder if there's also, like, a recipe. Ooh.
1: Probably? Maybe, that she has to give them to make it, like, special.
2: But considering, like, most people are just holding the bread and not eating it, maybe it's, like... Mm boring maybe stone they're bread or something.
1: waiting t- until they can get home and warm it up
2: properly and slice it and not just They had take- to they had to pick it up at home carry it to the bonfire and then they have to walk back home with yes. it and it's like midday by this point and they were delivering it at the crack of dawn or whatever this is I fine. mean maybe you put it
0: in, maybe you put it in the oven before you go to the bonfire yes. and then you take it out
2: Yes but they brought it with them
0: well, yeah, you bring it with you so you can eat it warm while it's at the bonfire. Yeah. But no one's
1: eating it. Well, it's not about the bread. It's about the internal combustion.
0: That's right. Combustion.
1: Uh, that's right. <laughs> As Heatwave helpfully explains.
0: Uh, so, yeah, I, 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 I enjoy it. It's, it's weird, but I like there's a song. I like that... Uh, I like that Huxley Prescott
2: is in it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it does kind of hit all the highlights. We get we our get, uh, petty paws, everything. You get a little bit of the mayor. Yes. Uh, no, Doc Green I mean, is in it. But unfortunately,
0: he does not have any lions. Yeah, so. that's fine.
1: Mm. Yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. I definitely uh, will have to add this to my rotation of animated holiday specials that I watch when I'm stuck overnight on Christmas Eve at work, which fortunately will not happen this. <laughs> This year, uh, but I do still have to work on Christmas, so this oh. is this is going in the rotation.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like how many other Christmassy episodes of Transformers are there? Uh, there was that some, two-parter in animated, yeah.
1: which isn't really Christmas focused. It just takes place, takes place at, at Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah, this is probably the only one that's just about christmas i mean to be and And even it's
0: not about christmas
1: yeah they they did in the uk comics during g1 they
2: like to do christmas specials oh yeah lots of those are good but like as far as animated versions it's right there isn't one in prime or robots in disguise is there no No? i don't think so which in a way well in Prime, it, it would have been stood out weird, but it should be in Robots Yeah, that would have been weird. There Robots in the Sky seems like something where they can get away with.
1: There was mm-hmm. the episode where Optimus and RC were stuck in the Arctic. That's that's wintry.
0: Well, in that case, I guess you could do uh, Fire in the Sky for uh, Generation 4. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, that, that's snow so...
1: fair! Oh, Jazz. Why? <laughs> <laughs> why, Jazz?
2: speaking of things to to watch on christmas um on christmas eve i will be streaming in our discord a little tokusatsu holiday specials oddities and regular spider-man because we just finished mask man and and it's i need something in between i don't know if i'm going to be running on new year's but christmas eve toku stuff with santa and santa monsters and weird shit
1: Maybe I will join you for that after I finish watching A Muppet Family Christmas, but specifically a version mm. that's on YouTube that's an old VHS rip from the original airing because they had to cut some of the songs for copyright reasons.
2: Oh, goodness! Mm. Okay, go I get, Yeah, Maybe I want to watch that <laughs> version, too.
1: I will warn you, Jem Henson shows up at the end, and I was not prepared.
2: Oh, dear. Oh, I'm going to
0: cry. I
1: definitely cried.
0: All right. So... Now I've uh, I've prepared a little uh, little Christmas treat for my uh, my, oh, uh, my uh, uh, first I,
2: I would like wh- which um, sound would you like would you like little bells okay jingle bells or cowbell oh I think I'm gonna go jingle
0: bells it's more festive
2: okay yeah and the cowbell is a little loud that yes. probably mine uh, okay, uh, mine is not f- festive yet. at all
1: though actually now that we're oh, no, it was just big. comparing different options i wish i had left my batteries in my second choice because my first choice is and my second choice was i am optimus prime
0: <laughs> well i'm i'm going to count that as festive because i'm pretty sure i got that megatron for christmas in 1994
1: well there you go <laughs> that works
0: Okay, so yeah, I've prepared a little Christmas tree for my uh, my co host here. And tell me, what Rescue Bots uh members would you associate most with the, most of the holidays?
1: Mm, um, I think mm-hmm. Blades. Yeah,
2: you probably have the most. Oh, idea. no, I, I, meant, uh, I meant the, the oh, actor. Oh, Yeah. Well, I, I don't think uh, Sinterklaas is a voice actor in this show. So. No, 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 no. Uh, this, is, this is somebody who's been in a bunch of Christmas movies. Oh, Charisma Carpenter. No, wait. What the fuck's your name? No. Um,
0: uh, Danny's voice actors. Fuck, uh, Lacey, Lacey Chabert. Lacey Chabert. Oh wow. Chris McCarver was uh, Cordelia on Buffy. Yeah, I don't know why my brain just confused <laughs> and me. two As far as I know, I don't know that she's been in a Christmas.
1: Probably has. I bet at least at this point, so So, uh, I mean, I don't know if anyone has anyone else has noticed, but this year, like every possible source has released, like. Eight hundred hours worth of Christmas movie content, and I, I don't know how anybody can watch all of these Christmas movies that are being put out this year. It's weird.
0: Well, you know what? I, well, you know what? I, we are going to do the next best thing here. So you know how, uh, like at the year end, uh, like on those British, like there are a bunch of like British quiz shows where they sort of sum up the year, or whatever.
2: Uh huh. Oh yeah.
0: Well, in this case, I'll be testing us not on uh-huh. the contents of what happened this past year. But on the Christmas filmography of Lacey Chabert, <laughs> it's L or no L? A Chabert Christmas.
2: Oh dear.
1: Ah, oh, I'm gonna lose, but I might have some good, exciting guesses. This is going to be extremely. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Oh yeah,
2: I've seen parts of them. I think my, when I when I see my mom, she's watched a bunch
0: of them. This will mostly not insist on you having seen them because okay. they're all they're you know. I don't think they really are in line with the taste of any of us.
1: Does anything explode? <laughs> no. uh,
0: only only our hearts, Jen. Only our hearts. With the, uh, with I love. don't
1: know that I still have one of those anymore, unless cats are involved.
0: So, uh... So, uh some of these questions will be multiple choice, and some of these uh, will be... Uh, you'll just have to ring in with the answer. Oh, no. And, of course, you both have mm-hmm. your noisemakers. Yes. And uh, each question will be uh, one point each. I'll be telling them up. And the winner will receive my utmost uh, respect and admiration. Loser is dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that sounds fair.
0: So we're going to start with her non Hallmark Christmas filmography. Not the. Oh, goodness. It's big enough that she has non Hallmark ones? She's been in a couple other Christmas things, yes. Oh, dear. Alright, so even though her character in this 2004 movie is Jewish. Lacey Chabert takes part in a sexy Christmas-themed dance number with co-stars Lindsay Lohan, Rachel McAdams, and Amanda Seyfried. What's this movie? Uh. Remember, you got to ring in if you know the answer.
2: Lost in Space. I know it's wrong, but it's the first movie I could David. That is a
0: no. Uh, Jen, you can steal.
2: (laughs)
1: Happy Hanukkah, Mm -hmm. Christmas.
0: No, oh, that is Mean Girls. Oh, she's in wow. Mean Girls. I don't I think my fa- I, I don't think her father, the inventor of toaster strudel, would be very happy that neither of you could answer that. <laughs> and neither am I because that was the easiest question. This is going to be a zest,
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever actually watched Mean Girls.
2: No, I've seen clips, but I didn't remember. She Nothing was exploding
1: it's, needs more explosions. It's a
2: good. It's a good movie.
1: Has she ever mm. been in an MCU movie? <laughs>
0: Not yet. No, she's on that show, Young Justice. She plays Zatanna or something. Oh wow! What? Yeah, I did
1: not know that. I did not yeah. know that, but also I also don't watch
2: that.
0: I mean, she voices
2: Zatanna, right? Oh, wait a
0: okay. Right, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, Greg Wiseman. Okay. Well, that's, All hey, right.
2: My, my brain was just wandering for a second, thinking of her in in like the outfit.
0: Okay. Nobody has any points. Question two. Lacey Chabert voices Penelope in this 2017 animated special, named after a 1994 Christmas hit song. The special also stars Henry Winkler and playing herself, the singer and co-writer of the song.
2: What's grandma the song? Got, grandma got run over by a reindeer. Incorrect. Shit.
0: Jen, you can steal.
2: Uh, Bebu saves Christmas. <laughs> oh. Wait. Oh, oh, oh! It's, it's almost um. Which was apparently a thing other, this year. All of the other reindeer. No, no, that one's based shit. on a book. That's Drew Barrymore.
1: Fuck! I know that one's based on a book, because I worked at a
0: bookstore.
2: I thought it was all—I thought it was a book and a song, and, and I forgot it was Drew Barrymore.
0: No, neither shit. of you have made my wish shit. come true, because all I want for Christmas is for somebody to answer a question. <laughs> Correct. It's all, it's all I want for Christmas is you. All right. This one is multiple choice. Okay. Lacey Chabert is featured in, and gets murdered in, 2006's remake of Black Christmas.
2: Mm-hmm. What
0: cast member from the 1974 original appears in the remake with her? Is it Margot Kidder, John Saxon, or Andrea Martin? John Saxon?
1: I I want it to be Margot oh, Kidder hey. because I've heard of her.
0: You are both incorrect. It is SCTV's Andrea Martin. Ah! <laughs> She plays the drunk one in the original. hmm. And then is the sortie house mother in the remake and gets killed in both.
2: Oh, yeah. All right. You get a, a oh, traditions. my God.
0: <laughs> you, you
1: underestimated how useless we are at cultural uh-huh. things that are outside of our very narrow
0: purviews. Okay.
1: I'm literally uh, a pagan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, so it would be, which be funny following... if, if David
1: was Jewish to <laughs> speak like additionally.
2: Uh, Alright, I mean, so this is th- half of my friends in high
0: school were, but I didn't the, This next question is multiple choice. Which of the following Jane Austen themed Christmas movies starring Lacey Chabert is real? Sense and Sensibility and Snowflakes, Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoe, or Merry Christmas, Mr. Darcy?
2: Those the first one, Sense and Sensibility and Snow? In- incorrect. Jack, ah, you can steal.
1: Uh, I wish it was Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, uh, but <laughs> I'm going to say Merry Christmas, Mr. Darcy.
0: Those are both incorrect. <laughs> it is Pride oh. and Prejudice and Mistletoe. Uh-huh.
1: But that's the worst title. But what about Zombies?
0: Not very Christmassy.
1: <laughs> I mean, they can be if you do them right. There's a lot of red uh-huh. and a lot of green. <sighs>
2: How How is the worst title of those options the real one?
0: <laughs> hey, I don't write them. I just looked them up on
2: IMDb. <laughs> I mean, really, the, the Mr. Darcy one, like, trying to write that, that probably wouldn't be a good story, but it's a good title. All right. 2014's A Royal
0: Christmas features this former Bond girl as Queen Isadora, Lacey Chabert's would-be mother-in-law. Is it Jane Seymour, Denise Richards, or Terry
2: Hatcher. James Seymour? Correct. One Yay! big point on David's the board got for Dave. A point. Finally. Oh. <laughs> it's
1: like, wow, an intersection of, of Christmas movies and James Bond movies is definitely like not I don't know. Not a thing.
0: Well of course if you want if you want uh, Denise Richards in a Christmas movie, you want uh, The World Is Not Enough in which she plays Christmas Jones. <laughs> A movie that ends with James Bond having sex with her and saying, "I thought Christmas only came once a year." Oh
1: my god. Oh, god punch. No. No. This is why I don't watch those movies.
0: This
2: is why I do watch those movies. I've seen that. I've seen most of the Bond movies to a point like when the Daniel Craig, I missed a few.
0: Uh, that, that's a uh, that's that's the third one with Pierce Brosnan. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I saw the Pierce Brosnan ones. again. It, it, it stars
0: Denise Richards as Doctor Christmas Jones, who is a nuclear physicist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. then. Yeah, the Pierce Brosnan ones aren't aren't that great. I mean, Pierce is good, but I mean, I'm soft spot for him because he was my first Bond. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. moving on. 2015's Mariah Carey directed. Christmas Melody, stars Lacey Chabert, Mariah herself, and Kathy Najimy, who is best known for voicing this Arlen, Texas matriarch. Uh,
1: Peggy. Jen. Is it Peggy?
0: Cor- you are correct. Peggy Hill. Peggy that Hill. That ain't right, but your answer is...
1: For a second, I thought that it was Patty, and I was like, that's not right. It's Peggy. That's
0: right. Peggy Hill.
1: Yay! I have a point.
0: You are now deadlocked.
1: Now that we we veer into the realm of voice acting, now
0: now I'm in my domain. All right, well, this one might be right up your alley, Jen. This year's Christmas at Castleheart features Irish actor Stuart Townsend as Lacey Chabert's love interest. Name one of the fictional immortals Stuart Townsend played in movies released in 2002 and 2003. For a bonus point, name both.
2: Uh, <laughs> mortal what? <bot.
1: laughs> oh man, my brain is not good.
0: Okay, it- you're gonna need the hint. Oh, the hint yes. is Alan Moore and Anne Rice. <laughs>
2: um
1: someone from interview Jen, with a vampire
0: <laughs> you gotta got give me the name
1: I don't know the name
2: Um, David can you steal I'm stuck on the Alan Moore the fuck I saw this movie in a movie theater oh wait um um
1: uh, fuck. was it from League of Extraordinary Gentlemen
0: yes I saw oh. that in a
1: movie theater <laughs>
0: Who does he play in the movie? Who is immortal?
1: Not Alan Maybe he doesn't age
0: because of something he owns. Oh, oh,
1: oh Dorian Gray. Ray.
0: Correct. David, he the jingled. one big point. Yes. Jen, can oh. you get the second point by naming the other character?
2: Uh... In the other movie,
0: I have no idea that... It yeah. Was an Interview
2: with a Vampire? I don't know. Well, the movie
0: the movie is not Interview with a Vampire, but it, oh. the character was in Interview with a Vampire played by a different actor. Oh. Okay. The movie was Queen of the Damned. Yeah. The okay. Yeah. yeah. So that really narrows uh, it down.
1: I've uh, uh I shelved that book.
0: Okay. The uh, the character is Lestat.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah. He was, I was of thinking course re-cast. it I was thinking it couldn't be Lestat because
0: it is Lestat. Isn't he, like,
2: the only character that's in both? I
0: believe so, yes. I I mean, baby Kirsten Dunst is dead, and I don't oh. think the Brad Pitt guy is in that
2: one. No.
1: Lestat's husband.
2: Mm. Yes. Uh, and there but aren't yeah, that many uh, other people in the movie. Like, does um, Antonio Banderas' character survive the first movie? I think
0: he gets killed, too. It's been a while. We are the only true evil left. (laughs) All right. One more. Got another question here. In 2012's Matchmaker Santa, which of these sitcom legends does Lacey Chabert not co-star with? Is it George Ratzenberger, who played Cliff on Cheers? Is it Valerie Harper, who played Rhoda on Mary Tyler Moore? Or is it Florence Henderson, who played Carol Brady?
1: Mm. I'm going to randomly guess uh, the last one. Florence Henderson. Florence Henderson.
0: Incorrect. David, can you steal? George Ratzenberger or Valerie Harper? Which of them is not in this movie? Matchmaker Santa. George Ratzenberger? Incorrect. Ah. They are both in the movie.
1: I was thinking it's got to be George Ratzenberger had to be in there. He was in everything back then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> kind of, yeah. Apparently there is a scene in which he eats ham, which is a reference to his role in Toy Story.
1: <gasps> oh, no!
0: Oh, that's sad. Oh, that's, that's, that's harsh. <laughs> Alright, well, you have both done Tragically.
2: <laughs> 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 kind of,
0: yeah. David leads by
2: two to one, so it is time for the b- 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 bonus round. Oh, no. <sighs> I'm hoping the answer is Bruce Campbell.
1: I'm hoping the answer is Knoted. Townsend Coleman.
0: <laughs> this is a rapid-fire listing of movies. You have to tell me whether they are L.C. or D.J., by which I mean, do they star Lacey Chabert or her hallmark rival Candace D.J. Tanner, Cameron Bure? <laughs> oh, dear. All right, first off, Switched for Christmas. Uh, Lacey Chabert? Incorrect. Incorrect. Christmas in Rome
1: I'm gonna say Lacey Chabert
0: Correct Yay The Heart of Christmas
2: The not Lacey Chabert What was her name?
0: Candace Cameron Thank you That is correct
2: Okay
0: Or you could say DJ Because she was DJ Tanner on Full House Has she
1: gone as nutty as her brother?
0: I think she has. Yes, she's oh. also super deeply Christian. Uh, yeah, she's she's uh, what's his name? Kurt Cameron's sister.
1: Yes, I definitely remember her being Kurt Cameron's sister.
0: Also, she's married to a hockey player. Ah, uh, oh, you know, eh, that's a good one. A Russian hockey player. Sure. All right, uh, we're uh, moonlight and mistletoe. Chabert. Incorrect.
1: DJ Tanner. The,
0: well, I mean, I mean, I can't give it to you once you okay, once somebody's answered the question's <laughs> dead. It's a, it's it's a, it's it's a one or two, two answers. The sweetest Christmas. <laughs>
1: <Correct>. Lacey Chabert.
0: Correct. What I guess the other one in? A shoe addict's Christmas. Lacey Chabert. Incorrect. That's a DJ Tanner. That's, that's a foot fetish movie. The fuck. I mean, she's addicted to, like, buying shoes because women be shopping.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Ew. That's that sounds like exactly the kind of thing that worse. someone who's
0: weirdly Christian would be in. I mean, it's probably at least better than that song, The Christmas Shoes. Oh, my God. Oh.
1: I just want to say that I was, like, out eating at, like, an Arby's with my mom at one point, and that song came on the speakers, and she was just like, this is terrible.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh. See, I I occasionally hear it, and I just laugh because I just think of that Patton Oswalt bit. Yeah, oh yeah, I I just remembered. I haven't listened to that Patton Oswalt bit yet this year. Even my boomer
1: mother was like, this is the most manipulative (laughs) garbage I have heard in a long time.
0: All right, time for us to come home for Christmas. Chabert? Correct, Chabert. The Tree That Saved Christmas.
1: I'm going to say Lacey Chabert. Correct. Because only Jesus could save Christmas in a <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: <UK> new <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, he did die on parts of a tree.
1: That's fair. That's fair. A process tree. Uh, but I don't think it was a pine
0: tree. It could have been. It might have been. They have those mamillies. Isn't that what's on Lebanon's flag? Or is that a cedar? I don't know. <laughs> Some sort of conifer. Anyway. A tree. Uh, Christmas waltz. DJ? Incorrect. Lacey Chabert. And one more. That is uh, notable. Uh, It is a dance-heavy movie, and Lacey Chabert broke her toe a week before filming. Oh, no! And one final one. If I Only Had Christmas.
1: DJ Tanner.
0: Correct. And that means that, Jen, you are the winner. Oh,
1: I came (laughs) from behind.
0: Five to four. It was a real miracle on ice. (laughs)
1: That was fun, and now I want to put one together about, like, ridiculous voice acting trivia, like the whole thing about Bill Murray and Lorenzo music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is a story oh. I told someone one time, and then was later watching Rick and Morty with them uh, in the episode where, uh like, Rick goes off on a tangent about that, and I got such a look. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, all right, well, uh, that was great fun, and that means, Jen, you have my eternal respect, and David, you are dead me.
1: Yay! Oh, no. I love eternal respect. You know, technically,
2: I Until- could edit the episode the other way around.
1: Oh. <laughs> no, it'd, a- it'd take
2: too much work, so I'm not going to do it. That would be hilarious. Well, don't
0: worry. She by by the time we do this again next year, she'll probably have done enough Christmas movies that we can do a whole another one. So, I ah. mean,
1: considering the current mm. level of Christmas movie output, that sounds about right.
0: I mean, doesn't the, the main question really is going to be is it going to be the guy who wears the green sweater on the movie poster or is it going to be the lady who wears the green sweater? Because like, always one has to be wearing red, the other one has to be wearing green. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: I might maybe this year submit myself to watching that one with uh Kristen Stewart and is it Mackenzie Davis
0: yes uh Canadian
1: yes mostly uh, it... who uh I, I saw in uh Terminator which one was that
0: uh Terminator Dark Fate she's Dark... good in that
1: she, oh she is good <clears throat> yeah she's super buff
0: oh my goodness mm. also, she's, she's also crazy tall she's super gay mm. for that lady it's great <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how she does, like, romantic scenes with Kristen Stewart. She has, like, a foot of height on that,
1: that whole Terminator Dark Fate is just the most lesbian movie I've ever seen, and it, I loved it so
0: much. It is definitely about two lesbians going on a road trip with, with their lesbian mom. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: um, Yeah, Linda and Hamilton. I'm trying to avoid the... Say Linda Hamilton, and that is, is my old age goals. Reef, could you not? Thank mm-hmm. you. Reef suddenly decided that mid-podcast, he needed, absolutely had to get on my desk and, like, knock half my things over. So, oh. that's what all that noise just <laughs> The point is, I aspire when I am her age to look like Linda <laughs> Hamilton did in that, because, oh my goodness.
2: <laughs> anyway, I
1: might watch that holiday movie. Because, uh,
2: yeah. M- like, maybe next I year, maybe was-
0: you watch me. What? Sorry.
2: Maybe next year Bruce I, Campbell will be in another Christmas movie, so we can have two questions. <laughs> uh, well, uh, but will he be in one with Lacey Chabert? Is the question? No, it's that I just looked. He wasn't in the one in one with Lacey. I uh, you know who is
0: yeah. in that one though. Uh, that guy mm-hmm. played Agent Ward on Agents of Shield.
1: <gasps> oh, he's so creepy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, what is it, uh, Brett Dalton?
1: Yes. Who has the name of a guy who looks like that?
0: He one hundred percent looks like a guy named Brett Dalton. Yes.
1: Reef, what's your problem? <laughs> he is about to unplug my. mo- Oh my god! Oh my god! He he has his head stuck in a uh, a tissue box. Oh. <laughs> Reef, <laughs> and he was flailing around trying to get it off directly next to my modem so I was just waiting for
2: him oh dear. to get the plug on oh.
1: anyway the, the tissue box has now been removed from Reef's head <laughs> poor
0: guy that's, that's real jorts move there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, he,
1: oh,
0: poor he's, jorts.
1: he's got some pretty big jorts energy
0: all right. Well, that does it for El or Noël, a air Christmas. And that does it for this episode. But until next time, you can find us all over the Internet. we are on Twitter. You're on Facebook. And we have a Patreon.
1: Yes, we are hosted on IaconUnderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and maybe occasionally uh, getting enough money in there to send people money for Spider-Man tickets. Uh, I will have to look into oh, that yes. this weekend.
2: Uh, Yeah, because I want to go this coming week.
1: We are at patreon.com slash Iacon Underground. Uh, This month, we are talking about Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu, because it's on Disney+. Uh, That's right. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I definitely wanted to watch it again after having seen it in the theater the first time, uh, having figured out the best, the optimal time of the week to go see it, with the fewest number of unmasked high schoolers sitting directly next to me. Uh, so yeah, uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you can listen in. Uh, we are back to doing MCU movies now that they're back to making MCU movies. Uh, but we will also be doing occasional other fun things. Uh, so that is Icon Underground Patreon.
0: Alright, so until next time, we will be, uh, we've now finished. Completely the second season of Rescue Boss, and we'll be moving on to the second season of Robots in Disguise. We may find ourselves a little overloaded.
1: (laughs) Back with our old buddies.
0: That's right. But until then, I'm Rob.
1: I'm Jen, and I definitely know about the (laughs) L.
2: And I'm David, and I'm dreaming of Tokusatsu on Christmas Eve. Come to our Discord and watch it, please. Oh, and um, I don't know if there's going to be an episode on Christmas weekend, or if it'll just come out New Year's. Okay. okay if any editing, stuff's busy lately. It is. Goodbye.